Hi, welcome to Wasted Takes episode three. I'm joined as always by Tucker, Cam, and Dylan. I don't want to be here. Yes, sir. Uh, 36 <laughs> days till pitchers and catchers report. So you want to start with that? <laughs> Go Sox. <laughs> um, so uh, we're back. Uh, wild card weekend, and it was a wild one for sure. Um, let's just get off uh, on, a, on a quick start here. We'll let you know that um, Cam and Tucker are both out of studio today. So it's just Dylan and I. And this is probably how it's going to be for most of the time. So uh, get used to it, I guess. Well, Tucker and Cam are here. They're just on Skype. Yeah. So you can't really hear them. So. We're here. We're here. You um, can hear me fine. So I'm sad. Uh, I think most of us are sad. Not Cam, because, you know, the hater thing. But uh, the predictor. Which one? Yeah. I mean, you had a good week. So I guess we'll start with winners and losers here. Um uh, our big winners of the week were our, some of our draft coverage up until right now where Tua just announced today that he's going to the draft, so he might actually get drafted by the Dolphins. Who? Uh, Tua Tagovailoa. Is, is that how you pronounce Buna, it? Wanna Wanna Hakalugi? Yeah, that's it. Okay. Yeah. That's about that. <laughs> um, Drew Locke won our Twitter poll for the most likely to be a backup. Congrats, uh, Cam. Uh, Thank you. The best backup. Um, Cam and Dylan were the big winners of the picks. Cam going uh, three and one, Dylan going two and two. Tucker, you and I didn't do so hot. You did get a win in. Uh, I went zero and four. So mm. I'm just, I'm, I'm basically bad at everything. I'm ugly. I'm stupid. I'm not good at anything. Uh, I hate my life. Um, <laughs> so um, our bad takes, uh, obviously the Patriots. Um, and we all take an L here for a couple things. The first thing we take an L for is cutting Tucker off from Taysom Hill because he balled out. He went off. Absolute stud. So, Tucker, I'll give you a second here to uh, just just uh, gloat a little I bit. Jump, can I jump in after? Just like, absolutely. After. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is just a victory lap for me. It wasn't even like you guys just made me feel bad about the take. You wouldn't even let me take out my take. We didn't even talk about him. I mean, we're talking about a guy who was a Heisman candidate in college. The only reason he was overlooked was because he was old when he got drafted because he was at BYU and went on a mission after college. So he was like 26 or something when he got drafted. I mean, outside of that, this guy's would have been, I want to say, a first or second round pick, but he was just too old. I mean, this guy's a stud. He's an incredible athlete, probably the most athletic QB I've ever seen. Um <laughs> QB in quotation marks. <laughs> Not much more to say. This guy needs a starting job somewhere where they can just run whatever he wants to do. Cam? Yeah, so, Tucker, I apologize. I was the leading coordinator of not letting you speak last week. <laughs> there, was here, time, but, uh, there was a I time was, factor, was, just to let you know. It was me. Um, I'm sorry I didn't let you finish, however... Uh, Taysom Hill is a stud, no matter what. And I, my take has always been, he's a stud. He can do it all. No one's expecting what he's going to do or when he's going to do it. And that's why he's perfect where he is. He's not starting QB talent. He's not. The ball, he, the one ball he threw is underthrown. It's, it's something that they didn't really know was coming, and that's why it was completed. He's a stud. In all aspects of the game, he's a stud, and he's perfect where he is. I'll touch on this a little bit later when we talk about Drew Brees. But, uh, Tucker... Sorry, you had a good take. I agree he's not a quarterback, but he did. He is a baller, and I'd love to have him on the Patriots somehow. Phil Belichick would go nuts with him. But um, 
Okay, uh, another big L for the entire podcast. The Vikings beat the Saints. Um, <laughs> I've been on this train since episode one um, that these guys stink. I still think they stink. I think they got lucky. I, I'm sticking with it. I hate the Vikings. <laughs> Skull, baby. I'd just like to say that in the beginning of the game, I text into the group chat, let it skull. Um, I had a feeling as soon as that game started that something was wrong in that game. You could just feel it. It wasn't the Saints that we've seen all year. I mean, Drew Brees was just bad. Like, I don't think anyone here can stand up for Drew Brees. I mean, that pick to end the half I was, thought was a terrible play. You, I mean, they gave them three free points on that. They could have just, like, ran the ball once, given them the ball with, like, 30 seconds left. Instead, they decided to go for the long ball, get it picked, run back for 30 yards. It was just a dumb play. I mean, I think Sean Payton got out coached by Mike Zimmer. I, I mean, it was even a game where Dalvin Cook wasn't a stud. Dalvin Cook wasn't great that game, but, I mean, I think that offense is completely different when Adam Thielen's playing well. We can get more into it later when we get into the games, but that's just our whole podcast said L, you know. I'd like to touch on something with the Vikings. Um, what was your we, words? By 50, and that's not exaggerating? Saints? No. <laughs> 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 uh, so, I actually have that written down. Week one, I was all on the Vikings train. I was all on the Kirk Cousins chain, and I was so quick to flip, and that's not how this world works. And I apologize to Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. Um, I was I was too sold. If it was anyone else but the Saints, I probably would have given them a fighting shot. But I want to touch on my own curse. I watched three of the four games this weekend. That was not one of them. That was the one I predicted wrong. Uh, I'm going to blame myself on that one. Drew, you can do no wrong. You're going to win another one. We'll touch on it later. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm sticking with my take. I think they stink. Um so, uh, I guess that's about it for last week's wrap-up. Uh, if we want to just oh, jump... No? No? What'd I miss? Okay, you missed a couple things. One, going back to the winners, if we go back to week one, I, and I quote, Tannehill's going to win a playoff game. I didn't say he was going to do well. <laughs> 70 yards. Here we are two weeks later. Tannehill has won a playoff game, and you guys, very especially, said... I'm not in. I don't think he's it. I don't think he's good. All right, that's a winner. You could have texted to me before, so I had any uh, notes. I, I, I totally forgot. I just I just brought right. it up. The second Fair enough. Um, You've had a tough week. You've been moving. Tucker, you can root out if you want. I mean, I this was a game that I had a bad feeling about. I think I, I mean, I just was trying to sell myself, but after that Dolphins game, I mean, I said it last week. I said the Patriots are going to blow them out or they're going to lose close. And I said that I don't think the Patriots have the thing, the tools to stop Derrick Henry. I mean, power backs, the Patriots have been awful against all year. They've been run all over by these kind of guys. And, I mean, Derrick Henry's on another level right now. I forgot. There's one more losing take. Bigger. Yeah. Ball dropped. Ball dropped. The ball did indeed drop. <laughs> Cam. I was shocked when I saw that ball drop. <laughs> Trey, you can go ahead and tell the story. We were there. I mean, I don't remember much of it, but I was in the bar and I was looking at the TV and the ball was just coming down and it didn't stop. It just hit the bottom. And yeah, Cam, First I thing Cam said to me before even Happy New Year, ball drop. I didn't see it coming. But um, 
that's that's just one I'm gonna have to live with for a while. I mean, you got to take the bold takes to get the big hits on that, you know. I mean, if it didn't drop, huge, huge, would been huge. That's all right. All right. Well, so uh, let's uh, jump into our first round. Let's jump into wasted takes. I'll lead it off, boys, because I got I got one that's been percolating for a little bit. Um, it it, it has to do with the Packers. See, I I don't hate the Packers like you guys said you do. Uh, in over Texas week. Um, I I like the Packers. I got some family that likes the Packers. They were they've been in my top five teams for a while. I do not like Aaron Rodgers though. Um, my wasted take is just pretty simple. The Packers are frauds. I know Tucker said last week that the Seahawks were the worst team in the playoffs. I think it might be the Packers now. They're terrible. They have not put together a full game of football in a long, long time. Like, you you look at the regular season, they were losing to really bad teams for most of the game. Aaron Rodgers likes to call it winning ugly, but from what I've seen, this team isn't going to win next round. Uh, they're playing the Seahawks, correct? correct? Uh, yeah, they're playing the Seahawks. Yeah, so the Seahawks are going to blow them out. I mean, it's going to be a rout. Um I think the Packers are bums. I think they, they almost lost to the Lions in their last game. I mean, I think they're frauds. So uh, who wants to jump in first, Tucker or Cam? Cam? Please, Cam. Cam? All right, jump in. Yeah, so I'll go first. I'm going to um, I'm gonna agree with that in all sense of the word agree. Um, as you boys know, I sent you guys a little power rankings thing today. Um, I was a little bored today. Spent upwards of two hours going through statistics, offense, defense, all the above, schedule, difficulty, uh, trying to figure out a little power rankings, trying to give myself a little advantage as to, like, who are the, the real top teams going into this playoff? Who are the teams that are, you know, forced to be reckoned with next year? Um, <clears throat> when I came up with this power rankings, my the Packers didn't even cut the top 12. They didn't even make the playoffs in my book. Um I think they're frauds. Their offense hasn't been great. Their defense hasn't been great. Their schedule hasn't been great. Their turnover differential hasn't been great. They haven't been, they've been a little better than average this whole year. The Seahawks have proven to be better than that. Their defense is faulty at times. But at the end of the day, they have experience in Russell Wilson, Bobby Ragnar, K.J. Wright, and now this rookie coming in, D.K. Metcalf, and then a Tyler Lockett underneath. I think they've figured it out. Pete Carroll is among the top 10, 5, 10 minds in football right now. Um, they're playing against a rookie coach. I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers is, is basically, you know how I agree with Trey when he says that this guy's, this guy's, uh, what do you want? Cancer. Cancer. Ego, it gets in the way a little bit. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go with the Seahawks by a large differential. And, uh, yeah, you're right on Go ahead, Tuck. Go ahead. Uh, here's my thoughts on it. I think the Packers aren't as good as everyone makes them out to be. They don't deserve to be a two-seed in their conference. Their conference is way too good. I'd say they should have been – I mean, I don't understand how they got that two-seed. It's absolutely crazy. Um, they've just won a bunch of games ugly. But the Seahawks just don't have it this year. I mean, I think the Packers still win this game. The Seahawks barely beat an Eagles team that had no one. Most of their players on offense weren't even on an NFL roster to start the year. I mean, you were the one that said the Seahawks were the worst in the playoffs, so. Yeah, and they only beat the Eagles because Carson Wentz got hit out. I mean, that's an electric atmosphere, though. Dirty Jadavion Clowney play. Bro, that that game, no matter who played in that game, was going to be close, I guarantee you. It's going to be close, but. It's a scrappy Eagles team. Right, let's move on. 
right. Dylan? Anything I had one on? thing to say about that. I'm sick and tired of people saying how good Aaron Rodgers is. He hasn't won anything ever. He's won one Super Bowl. That doesn't count. That's one. <laughs> Eli has two, and he's terrible. That definitely counts. <laughs> Hot take. Super Bowls don't count unless you win multiples. Love yeah, that. exactly. Um, that, go, go Eli, baby. <laughs> so, uh, Dill, what's what's your wasted take this week, buddy? All right, okay. So my wasted take brings us back to the Saints-Vikings game, and I'm going to go out and say it right now. Replay is terrible. I hate instant replay. Okay, for like officiating purposes. <laughs> it's not not <laughs> viewing purposes. I love it on video purposes. Yes. <laughs> but officiating purposes, it's terrible. And the reason behind that is for two reasons. One reason, the result of a bad call only affects one team. And that's the team that it's called against, obviously. It, affect, it affects the fans of that team a lot, too. But for the rest of the league, the 32-some-odd teams and their fans, it's like pure entertainment. It brings everybody up. It gets more people engaged. It creates, like, animosity to the other team. It creates rivalries just from one bad call. And I think that's a good thing in sports. And, the way, and if we get away from that by always being right and everybody's got to be perfect... Then it's just like, oh yeah, I guess we didn't deserve to win. Instead of like, you get that really deep burning hatred that you deserve to win, but you ended up losing for you know because of the replay. I hate I, replay. I so I agree with you in some aspects, but I genuinely, I generally disagree with you. I think it's important now that we have this technology to get it right. Um, I do okay, think okay, it's okay, overused. Okay, 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 okay. No, let me finish. I, let me finish. <laughs> no, I, I got a helmet on. For I a think reason. it's overused. In stuff like that, the PI rules are dumb. You know, looking at, like, for example, baseball, um, I think it should not be in baseball because that's such, like, every play matters with the ump. So, like, and especially balls and strikes, you can't have that automated or replayed or anything like that. I hate that. But I think that's important in, in sports like football where there's just mass contact, bodies hitting bodies. You can't always catch everything. So um, I think it's good in some aspects. So, Cam? Yeah. Um, I disagree with you, Dylan, 100% Wrong. in all aspects of your point. Last year, as maybe you know, the Saints got bamboozled out of the call, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but th- this is exactly why it's a good thing. Okay, no, 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 listen. It's a they, still, they had video review and they screwed it up. Dylan, just wait. A blatant disrespect to the Saints organization and a matchup that... Four million more people would have liked to see than Jared Goff against Tom Brady. Drew Brees against Tom Brady is all That's time. a fact. That's a fact. Wanted it this year. Okay. So Both I dead now. Too. I would have liked it too. Um, so this year, when you're talking about the Kyle Rudolph play, I don't think it was pass interference either. When you review it, call it. Call it offensive pass interference. Make-up call. No. Make-up call. But this, this, it so clearly I, wasn't, though. I, I don't know why people are arguing no, about this, and I don't no, want to hear no. whiny Saints fans for the next 12 months talk about, oh, we got no, jobbed again. Got screwed. Yeah, it was an absolutely perfect no-call. Tucker, anything? No, I, I mean... I'm not done. I'm not done. <laughs> okay. All right. We're talking about... Trey, you're talking about the baseball thing, right? Yep. Why would you not want accurate 
depictions of strikes and balls. Because that's, that's baseball, baby. That's, that's what it's point. about. That's part of the game. You, you, Each ump has their own zone. You have to play to that zone. I like that aspect of it. That's baseball, baby. How about when you... As Patrick Colvin likes to say. How about... I like, I like, I like facts. I like facts. I don't like opinions, as would be by the umpires. If they lose 20 jobs, so be it. Give the robots the jobs. The, prob- right, no. the problem with replay is you have to put rules about when you can and cannot use replay. So it's the last two minutes of the game. Yes, we can use replay. Oh, but this play was at two minutes and one second left. Oh, we don't have a timeout. We can't do replay. It's That's like fine. It's annoying. You could e- either, Not- either you have 100% replay all the time always or you, you have none because you can't that. have a middle yeah, because no. it's so – Screwy this in the middle. It's let's let, let's let Tucker touch on it because he hasn't had a second yet. Dylan, this is the take of a baseball purist. It's, I mean, you're a baseball guy, so that's why you like this rule. I mean, in baseball, like, baseball guys hate reviews in general. Well, I am also a hockey guy. And I'll tell you, a few years back, there was one play in the playoffs where a guy was blatantly offsides. They didn't call it. A goal scored. One team won, and it ruined another team's season. Since then, you can replay an offsides call if the puck is in the zone, and you just skate around for five minutes in the zone, and then there's a goal, and they can bring the goal back, and that's fun. That's good sports. Yeah, I mean, I good take. I mean, spirited debate on this. I love I, it. I swear to God, I hate it. Um, Tucker, are you ready? All right, so my ways to take is that Freddie Kitchen should have a job in the NFL next year. Not as a head coach, but as at least a position coach or a coordinator. The man was put in an impossible situation as a guy who's never been a head coach before. To put him on that team with so many personalities is just a death sentence. There's no way any new head coach is going to succeed there. And the man has a very good track record in the NFL as a positions coach. I mean, he came into um, Arizona in 2013 to a Carson Palmer who had been lackluster at best and turned him into a pro bowler over over his career there. And then he became a running back coach. And they went to the Browns to be a running back coach and made Nick Chubb into the rusher he is right now. Like, the guy's a good coach. I mean, did he have – he might not be a great motivator or a, or a head coach, but I think the guy has the talent to be a positions coach or an offensive coordinator somewhere. I think there's a ton of teams that could use him. I don't disagree with that. I, he can't be a head coach, clearly. He's just a dum-dum. He's a big dum-dum brain. But uh, I think he could have a job. I don't know about next year. Maybe take a year off, evaluate, figure out what went wrong, and – then maybe maybe he'll have a job somewhere. Dylan, anything on it? Never heard of him. Sounds like a good guy. <laughs> Should be a coach somewhere. We talked about him like thoroughly last week. Did we? Yeah, I missed it. All right, Cam. Oh, so <laughs> I came into this having no idea what my waste to take was going to be, but as I started sipping, I started thinking, and this is. As wild as it gets. Shoot me, baby. Get Hit me. With I want to hear it. We all know Bill Belichick. Oh, God. Here we go. No, no. He has a history with the Browns organization. Mm-hmm. When he started with the Browns, what 
Remind me what position coordinator he was, defense coordinator. Defensive special coordinator. Team. Oh, no, he, he might have started as special team, but defensive coordinator. Yeah, so here's He was a head thing. coach with the Browns. Maybe not this year, but Bill Belichick, in the next two to three years, will become the head coach of the Browns, and he will win a Super Bowl. No, no, I didn't didn't think you were going to go there, but you did. Okay, laugh, laugh. Get your laughing out now. It's funny. I love it. It's very stupid. I love it. Okay, it's very stupid. All right. You know head coaches are oftentimes going to go back to their former team. Talk about uh, John Gruden, for example. All right. Tom Coughlin, GM, went back to Jaguars. All right. So, Bill Belichick, this is the year, and we're going to talk about this in a little bit, of the dynasty's over, right? The, the empire is falling. Okay? I don't know, but people are talking about it. Yeah, okay? they're talking about it. That's why I said the next two to three years. That's why I didn't say the next year, because I think Bill might give it another shot with the Pats, right? Give it another shot with the Pats. He's he's not going to figure it out, and he doesn't. he's not going to see a future. But the Browns, as Trey said last week, are the best team talent-wise that did not make the playoffs. If Bill Besides maybe that, the Cowboys. What's that? Besides maybe the Cowboys. Oh, the Cowboys, yeah, well, yeah. But they already got a coach, so... But Bill's got history with Cleveland. He's got talent there. He has a quarterback that is workable. If Josh McDaniels goes there and he's the head coach, he could go be the D coordinator or he could, you know, do whatever. All right, oh, take, Bill's going to be the D coordinator this for take, under Josh this McDaniels? This take is over. We're done. And, oh, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> You're off the wall, dude. Whether or not Josh McDaniels goes there or not, I think – Bill Belichick is going to be the head coach. Okay. 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 If Bill Belichick, um, if Bill Belichick leaves the Patriots, Tom Brady must leave the Patriots before. Dylan, Dylan, Tom Brady is is ancient. Okay. <laughs> I know. Can we stop? Can we stop? Because I'm gonna have like an aneurysm. Yeah. No, but if you're listen, gonna say, listen, but if you're listen, gonna, if I'm you're gonna idiot. dig in you know, deep, listen, if, listen, <laughs> listen, listen, please. Steve Belichick is going to move up the ranks in the Patriots organization. He's going to be the next head coach of the Patriots at some point. Um, Bill Belichick is going to go retire in the Browns organization. He's going to be the head coach of the Browns in the next two to three years. He's going to win a Super Bowl. He has the talent. He has the strictness to get those people in line. And he has an owner – Unlike Robert Kraft, who is not an immature pedophile, and uh, that's my waste of time. I'm not going. <laughs> okay. Tucker, you've been waiting to jump in. Let's Go ahead. This is clearly the most wasted take I've ever heard. <laughs> I mean, this is just dumb, stupid, horrendous. So you're telling me that Bill Belichick is going to leave the team, mind you. Both of his sons currently work under him in the organization. So he's leaving both of his sons, the team that he built. He created this team to go to a team that has a thousand different problems with them right now, are clearly less talented than the Patriots are right now. I just don't understand what the incentive is. Go ahead. What would make a guy be like, let's leave the Patriots and go to the Browns? Go. Listen. 
One, Bill Belichick is a winner. When he finds out next year, when he doesn't make the playoffs, that he's no longer a winner, he's going to look for something else. When he needs something to actually challenge him, because he's been the greatest coach of our last 20 years, but he hasn't passed Shula ever. And, okay, ever. Well, he was going to want some more wins. He needs something to prove himself as the greatest coach of all time. Why not accept a challenge like the Browns, where he has history with good talent to go try to make turn that team around? You're absolutely correct that he wants to beat Shula. That's his only, the only reason he's still coaching. He wants to be Shula, so why would he leave a situation that he's already set up in that he knows, that he has total control of? He's the GM. He gets total football say. So, and, and Cam, using that using that logic, if the Pats suck, then that is the challenge that he's looking for, to bring a te- team shitty and then bring them back. He's done that before. He went 10 years without a Super Bowl. Then he won one. It's not a big deal to do that anymore. All right. Well... Okay, that that, could, I mean that was a great take because it's just for content value. Um, yeah, well, I can't wait to hear what people have to say. About it. <laughs> I, am I sold on it? No, but do I just am think I that so- it may happen and I might become famous? Yes. Just like anything can happen, the ball might not drop next year. Um, so let's jump into a recap, I guess. Um, the Bills Texans. Um, this game was interesting. I thought Josh Allen played the best he's ever played. I've ever watched him play, at least. Up until that last drive, that throw behind his head, that lateral, was the most insane thing I've ever seen in a football game. I loved it. Um, but I was really disappointed to see the Bills lose. Uh, I don't I don't really have much other. It was kind of – I feel like even though it went to OT, it was one of the more boring games of the weekend uh, just because I don't think either of these teams can really go that far. But uh, what did you guys think of it, uh, Tucker? Yeah, I actually wasn't able to watch a lot of this game because I was flying during it. But um, – I mean, there was a lot of things. Like, I just don't see this offense being that good, the Texans, that is, without Will Fuller on the other side of DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, I think their offense is just – like, just look at all the games that the um, Texans have played awful and look at all the games they played great in. Will Fuller is a deciding factor in the majority of those games. He's honestly – he's not an incredible What's talent. What's his injury he's situation? very good. What's his injury situation? Incredible. Uh, hamstring. Is he done? Is he like done for the playoffs? I'm not sure. Not sure. But I mean, this team's different without him. And then, also, I think um, JJ Watt's going to be a much bigger impact next week. I think JJ Watt played okay, and he really came out in the fourth quarter. But um, I mean, the first three quarters, you can tell he's new. He, I mean, he's just back, come back from injury. He was a little bit nervous. But once he came into himself, he seemed a lot better. And uh, update on Will Fuller, he is expected to play next week versus the Chiefs. That could be huge. That could be huge. Cam, what do you have on the game? Um, I'm going to be quick. Um, this, this next game depends on Patrick Mahomes. It's going to be Texans-Chiefs. Uh, Patrick Mahomes has the... Most pressure on him as a quarterback in the entire playoffs. He's He's been here before. He lost to the Patriots. If he loses again, what do we make of him? He's a good quarterback, but can he actually win? That's the thing. Clutch team, it's important. Deshaun Watson's a proven winner in college. He said after the game he is very, very confident. And um, I honestly, I think it's going to be a close one. We'll get into it later, though. 
Um, Dylan, did you watch the game? What'd you think? Uh, yeah, I really, I was rooting for the Bills, but obviously that didn't happen. When I went to OT, I was like, ooh, here's a chance, but nope. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was, uh, these games, all these games were so good, really, that it was kind of like, this one was kind of like lost in the shuffle because it was the early game on Saturday, but, um, so now the moment I've been dreading, uh, for two days, the New England Patriots lost to the tech, to, to the Titans, excuse me, at home. In the wild card round, something I didn't think could happen in, uh, in ever. Um, let me just start off by saying a few things about the New England Patriots. This team isn't dead. Um, the, what I've been feeling for the past two days is gratitude. If this is the end of the dynasty, which it feels like it's the closest we've ever been to the end of the dynasty, it's been a great run. You'll never see anything like it again. I mean, six Super Bowls, nine appearances, AFC Championship every year. This is the first time... In, what, uh, seven, eight seasons that the Patriots won't be in the AFC Championship? I mean, and uh, let me just address my good personal friend, Tom Brady. Um, like I said on episode two, I truly believe that he won't come back next year. I think that he's been disrespected by the team. Um, and I think that he's ready to move on and, and have a new challenge. Um, in terms of um, what the Patriots need to do, they need to give him a good deal. It doesn't have to be outrageous because he know he knows he's old and you know he's he knows he knows that he doesn't have a lot to offer other teams. He only got a short term deal, but if you offer him a fair deal, I think he comes back. But I don't think they're gonna do it. I think Bill's done with him. And and I, the real sad thing is, I think he still has gas in the tank. I think he's gonna be a winner wherever he goes. Um, and I just wanna personally say thank you, Tom, if you ever if you're listening to this, for 20 years of just happiness you've really you've molded me as a human being and i can never repay you um i'll probably never meet you but i i, I sincerely love you to the depths of my heart um in terms of the game tom brady was good uh everyone else stunk mcdaniels get him out of here i don't want him belichick out coached hated it uh why aren't you going for it in the fourth quarter at the 50 yard line when your defense is playing like that just horrible 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 just so embarrassing to lose like that, especially when you've got Brady in his last game. I mean, that pick six, you know, I can't really fault it. They weren't going to be able to do anything. So, uh, yeah, Tucker, anything on the game? Anything on the Patriots dynasty? Yeah, so I'm going to go off your points to start off saying the Patriots defense playing like what? Well, good? they they stopped there Henry good. in the second half. The Patriots didn't, defense didn't let up a point in the second half. They played great. If you're the Patriots, if if you're Gerard Mayo and Steve Belichick coming out of halftime, you got everything you could have asked for out of that defense. They slowed down Derrick Henry. Obviously, they didn't stop him, but they slowed him down. I mean, they held Ryan Tannehill to 70 yards receiving the entire game. The defense played incredible. If I was told that, that the Patriots are going to hold the um, Titans to 14 points. I'd say that's a pretty good game for the Patriots defense against a very hot offense. The one thing is, Tucker, though, the reason I don't have them on the good thing is they didn't hold up when it mattered, right at the end of the game. They didn't hold up. And I understand that's hard to do, but when you label yourselves as the boogeyman, the greatest defense since the 85 Bears, you can't let that up that, let up that last touchdown. You can't do it. What last touchdown? The last score, whatever. The, the, the last, la they didn't let up a score in the second half. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm just so distraught right now. I can't even remember anything. I thought it was still Miami week, but continue, Tucker. I'm sorry. That's my bad. The end of the day, the offense blew this game. The receivers, 
terrible. I can't believe out of all the people to let me down like that, Joy Edelman dropping that pass was just like a knife through the heart. Mr. Reliable doing that to me. And then on top of that, Brady didn't play well. I don't know if we watch different games, but Brady was not like a playoff Tom Brady that I'm used to seeing. Because he couldn't throw to anyone, Tucker. He was 20 for 38. He had some beautiful balls. I can't imagine. You didn't watch the game. You were on a plane. Someone who had a 54% completion percentage with a 55. Did you even watch the game? You were on a plane. And then saying he had a great game. You were on a plane. He didn't have a great game. He had a good game. He played good enough to win. He had a below average game. Nobody's open on that offense, Tucker. It's been the same thing every single week. I have three things. Three, oh, I'm angry! Three three points in that game that were just devastating to the Pats. One was that pass to Edelman that he dropped third and six. The second one was not going it on fourth and five on the 50 or whatever it was. And the third was not scoring that touchdown. I mean, that's just, that's line. on McDaniels. It was, like, why do you run the ball three times? I mean, sure, you run the ball the first time, didn't work. Maybe you pass on the second, but they ran. So, oh, no, we're going to have to run again where on third was, down. So, again, where was Nikhil Harry? You can't get him on an end around if you want to try that. To Where's that stupid play where they do the, the forward shuffle pass to White thing? Oh, my God. They do that all McDaniels the time. McDaniels just, it, I could, good riddance. Do not, never come I back. I hope he leaves. Thank you for the Super Bowl. Never come back. I never want to see you again. Now, I had a take over the week that, over the weekend that I have come back on. I said, I said, I love Tom Brady, but it's time to move on. And I've officially come around on that. I want Tom Brady for one more year, but not because of his quarterbacking ability. I want him for his mentoring ability. I want to draft someone this year, maybe even two guys. And get someone, get some guys to learn under Brady. Look what happened to Garoppolo for learning under Brady for a couple of years. I just think having our future quarterback under Tom Brady for a year will do great things for his career instead of having to start a guy next year. I just think it would be huge for us. Cam? I think that is exactly what the Patriots need to do if they want to keep some hope of the dynasty going. Tom Brady is a winner, but how to get Tom Brady to stay at this point, I don't know how the Patriots are going to do it. He doesn't want money. It's not money. It's it's respect. respect. It's 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 help. Is he, what wants he wants W's. And I don't know if you guys are going to give it to him. That's the only way that you're going to keep Tom Brady this year. I don't think it's going to happen. If it does happen, absolutely right. You're going to draft one, maybe two quarterbacks this year, and that they like, and try to train them. But uh, I mean, I think I think I agree. I disagree, Tucker. That I think he still can play, and I think this season showed that he could still play. There was moments where, yeah, he had he slipped a little bit. He's 42 years old. But I think he's still a Super Bowl caliber quarterback. I think he needs help. And I agree with you, Cam. I, I give it about – I'm starting to come around the idea that he might come back if they offer him a fair deal just because of the way the season ended. But um, I just feel like he can still play. And and I'm just sad is basically what it comes down to. Either way, he's still playing. Whether he goes – Oh, he's not retiring. Absolutely else, not. He's still playing for sure. He's going to give it 110%. He's already said that. Yeah. 
Um, so we'll, it'll be an interesting offseason. I mean, who knows what's going to happen? Who knows if Bill's coming back? Uh, I think he is, but uh, what an awful game. and What an awful weekend. I hate football. I never really cared for it. I, oh, my God. Right. Let's go Celtics. Yeah, exactly. Uh, pitchers and catchers, like I said, 36 days, I think. So, um, all right. Um, so, uh, Sunday games. The first game was the Saints-Vikings, like we touched on earlier. We all had the Saints in a route. Vikings so... win. Kirk Cousins looked good, I'll admit it, but I still think he's a coward. So, um, you want you want to start on this one, Tuck? Yeah, sure. I'll start on this one in the fact that Kirk Cousins had a great game. But he wasn't the best QB on the field. Obviously, that was Taysom Hill. Guy can literally do everything. He's trucking linebackers and then throwing 50-yard bombs and then catching a touchdown. Like, this guy is an absolute stud. And, I mean, I think Cam might be right that he's perfect with what he's doing right now. But I would love to see him just a couple of games at QB. I'd love to see what he could do, especially with a good coach like Sean Payton. On top of that, another thing, a couple other things I had to say. I said a lot of it before, um, but Adam Thielen absolutely changes that entire offense. I agree. I mean, when Stephon Diggs had Thielen there, the two of them just worked so amazing together. And it just... Those two plus Rudolph, I think, is a great trio to have. I mean, they were unstoppable. and I mean, their offense was great. Their defense played really well, too, don't get me wrong. But, I mean, their offense was good, which was just shocking. I expected them to come out flat, and they really proved everyone wrong. Yeah, I mean, I, I like I said, I think they're still – I don't think they'll win next round. But Cam? No. All right, great, great insight, guys. That's what the listeners have come to come to hear. The Tucker I and Trey show. My insight. I picked New Orleans. I'm sad about it. That's yeah, <laughs> that's exactly how I feel. All right, um, the final game, uh, Eagles Hawks. Uh, when Wentz went down, this game was over. Uh, I mean, what a bummer for that kid. He's he's <laughs> he's the most injury prone player in the league. I mean, he, he that was his first playoff start, and they couldn't do it. They, he couldn't even stay in the game. I mean, what a joke. Uh. I'm just going to jump in right off that. I can't believe you can see a guy smashing his head into the ground as he was already going to the ground and smashing his head off the turf makes you injury prone. It's a concussion. It's not like the guy sprained his ankle. He's not football Literally, tough. if that happened to 32 QBs in the NFL, 31 would have a concussion and Big Ben would just be lumbering around and probably would somehow survive it. But... 31 out of 32 QBs get a concussion on that play. He's not football tough. I don't know how you say anything differently. He's not football um, tough. But the Hawks are, are moving on. Um, uh, Cameron, anything on it? I immediately knew the Hawks were going to win as soon as the Carson went down. I didn't think it was a legal hit. I think Jadavion's a very clean player, a very selfless guy. Um, <laughs> let's just move on to uh, predictions, huh? All right. Oh. We can move on to predictions. So let's start in the AFC. Um Chargers, I mean not Chargers. What am I saying? Uh, Titans and Ravens. I I think so. Every team I've rooted for so far has lost. So I'm gonna say, you know, go go Baltimore. Let's go. Let's go do it. Um, Lamar, he's the future. Let's do it. So yeah, the Ravens will win this one by a lot. Um, I don't see anything super impressive from the Titans defense, especially against Patriots O, which was just terrible this whole year. Um, so yeah, I think I got the Ravens in a route. Tucker. I mean, 
I have the Ravens too. I mean, I've tried to go everywhere around it, but there's no way the Titans. If I felt confident about the uh, Saints, I feel three times more confident about the Ravens in this game. The Titans are good, but I don't think they do anything better than the Ravens do. I mean, the Ravens rushing games better. The Ravens can throw the ball, even throw the ball better. I mean, there's nothing the Titans can do against this team. They're just significantly better than them in every aspect. Uh, I also didn't mention, but Tannehill didn't play great against the Patriots. He's going to have to play well against this team. Um, it, I actually, it, if it ends up close, it's just because Derrick Henry is such a beast. But, uh, Dylan, who you got in this game? I think this is the time where you can say Ravens by 50, no exaggerating. <laughs> All right, there we go. That worked out well last week. Cam, who you got? Yeah, I want to root the Titans so bad. I will root the Titans. But I think the, uh, I think the Ravens got it. Um, Derrick Henry's going to get stopped. They're going to find a way to shut down a. AJ Brown, and that's going to be it. It's going to be like a 31-17 game. All right, um, let's jump into the other AFC matchup: uh, Chiefs and Texans. Um, Dylan, you got a pick for this one? Yeah, I just think Mahomes and the Chiefs are too good for the Texans in this case. I don't know. I didn't see much out of the Texans this weekend. They just kind of squeaked by, so I'm excited to see Chiefs-Ravens. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I've got the Chiefs, too, just because I think they're hitting their stride at the right time. I think Patty Mahomes is a stud. He's a G. So uh, we'll, we'll, I, I got the Chiefs. Tucker? You know what? I'm going to go out there and say the Texans win this game. I don't feel super confident in my take at all on it. Um, but, you know, they're going to have Will Fuller back next week. J.J. Watt. Looked good in the fourth quarter. I think he plays great next week. Deshaun Watson, second half, took over that game. I mean, it was the Deshaun Watson show in the second half, and the guy's a stud. I mean, that that last play he had was insane. Yeah, he's an incredible quarterback. And I think that with DeAndre Hopkins, I I mean, I think it's going to be a high-scoring affair. I think both teams are going to score some points. It's going to be a shootout. But I don't know. I just got a feeling the Texans could pull this one out. Cam? I agree with you, Tucker. It's going to be high scoring. Um, I think Deshaun's a winner, but Josh Mahomes has way too much to prove. It's going to be it's going to be like a 42-38 type deal. Chiefs win. Um, I want to root for the Texans, but I don't think they're going to do it. All right, let's move to the uh, NFC. We've got Niners-Vikings. Um I am Niners all the way. This is my next team that I'm rooting for. Jimmy G, member of the Wolf Pack, Tom Brady's good friend. Um, I, th- I think that that this uh, Niners team is really good and, and a little underrated. Um, but uh, so I'm just going to go ahead and say Niners by 35. I think they're going to win. The, the, the defense is too good. I mean, the defense is studly. Uh, Tucker? Um, Skull. Let's go. This team is different with Adam Thielen. This defense looked awesome. This Nobody week. likes this. <laughs> this defense looked awesome. I mean, you're going to tell me the defense looked bad this week? They Imagine were good. that team, if they got Dalvin Cook going, they would have beat the Saints by 20 points. Let's go, Vikings. I think it's going to be a long shot, but I think they got a chance this week. Kirk Cousins got more to prove than any player in the NFL right now. 
Sorry for cutting you off there, but I just didn't want to hear it anymore about this Vikings team. I'm so sick of this Vikings team. <laughs> Cam, Kirk who, Cousins, top five QB. Yeah. Who you got? Yeah. I I owe it to Kirk Cousins to give him the win. I don't think he's going to get it. I think the, the 49ers win. Whoever win, how about this? Whoever wins this game wins the Super Bowl. Oh. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wins the Super Bowl, not just goes to, but yeah, wins. Not win the Super Bowl. Wow. wins it. I think I think these are a couple of teams who have it on both ends. I think the 49ers pull out with it. They just have way too much, way too much going on. Uh, yeah, that's about it. I think 49ers win. It's going to be close. I I feel bad because I gave Kirk Cousins the short end of the stick last week, but 49ers got it by by two. Dill, I think the 49ers have the best defense left in the field and. Defense wins championships, so I'm definitely going 49ers in this one. People forget that. Defense wins championships. It's often forgotten. Um, the they final game. Won, they didn't win. Well, you know, they were frauds. So, um, The final game is the Seahawks and the Packers. Like I started off the show by saying, Packers are frauds. Seahawks win this game. They win it close. It's a close game. Uh, Packers make a push at the, in the fourth quarter, but A-Rodge falls short because his teammates don't like him. Uh, Dylan, who you got? I don't think Aaron Jones is a spotlight guy. I think he's going to have a flop of a game. And I think the Seahawks are definitely going to win this one for sure by about 14. All right, Cam? Seahawks in a close one, like you said. That's it. Tucker? Going against you guys again. This game's clearly Packers. The Seahawks have no rushing game. Did you guys see Marshawn Lynch's stats from last week? Yeah. Six carries, not seven great. yards. No, not great. He's washed. Like I said, episode one, he's washed. He's not gonna Russell do Wilson accounted for 95% of this team's offense. If they weren't playing against a team that limped into the playoffs with no weapons and then lost their QB in the first quarter and had to play Josh McCown, they're not in this game. And they're sure as hell not beating the Packers. Packers aren't a great team, but they're good enough to beat this team. There's no way Rodgers loses this game. I just can't find a single reason for why I would bet against the Packers in this game. I don't think this game's that close. If I'm being honest, I'd say it's going to be Packers by probably 10. I think the Packers are the better team, but I don't like them. So. I think they're frogs. <laughs> um, okay, so let's jump into a little segment here. Uh, something we were kind of discussing. It's obviously 2020. It's a new decade. And uh, now with the Patriots kind of dying the way they did, we might have an opportunity for a new dynasty. Um, so, Cam, why don't you give me a team that you think is going to be the next dynasty of the 2020s? All right. Well, let me let me touch on a couple things first. All right. So we have five quarterbacks that are kind of – Kind of the old guys in the league who who are up for the Hall of Fame debate have done a lot of good things. Those are Brady, Breeze, Eli, Big Ben, Rivers. All right? I'm going to touch on those guys first. All right. I'm going to start with Brady, the first drafted. I think he's going to L.A. next year, which automatically leads everyone to believe Rivers, he's gone. I think he retires. I agree with that. All right. I think Breeze resigns. I think he's going back to the Saints. And then this one, which kills me, I think Eli's going to retire. I mean, he's I got he it. Should. I think he should. I think it's it's the time for him. 
He ended an even record. He's not getting any better than that. I think he's going to retire after this year. Go make all state commercials with your brother. Big Ben's the last one. I think he's also going to resign with the Steelers. I think Mason Rudolph is not it. I think Hodges is not it. If the Steelers draft somebody that could be it, they can learn under him. Um, but New Dynasty is easily the 49ers. They are a young team, offensively and defensively. Garoppolo, Kittle, Samuel, and a little bit of Sanders. If they figure out the running game, they they have a decent running game with three running backs. They can narrow it down to two good guys. They'll be all right. With Bosa on the defense, Sherman on the defense. He's old, though. Sherman's old. They're going to be the guys to beat. The 49ers in the new dynasty, It's it's there's no one in question. Um, the Ravens are always going to be there, but I don't think Lamar has it for too much longer. I think he's very good, but I don't know. So my my problem with the Niners is I think they do need one more weapon at wide receiver. I think Sanders is okay, not great. Um, and I'm worried about Sherman. He's getting old, so he's going to be done soon. But otherwise, yeah, they're a good team. I think if especially if Garoppolo puts it together. Um so Tucker, who do you who's your who's your dynasty, the new dynasty of the twenty twenties? Okay, I might get some flack for this based off my previous statements, but the Ravens. Because I mean, this is a team that had twelve pro bowlers on it this year. And even without that, do you know what makes a dynasty a dynasty? Super Bowls. Coaching. Okay. Oh. Coaching makes a dynasty a dynasty. <laughs> Great players come and go. Coaching stays. To be a dynasty, you need to have a great coach. There's been no dynasty with a mediocre coach ever. I mean, that's just the way it is. And, I mean, Harbaugh's been fantastic this year. I mean, he's recreated the quarterback position. I think the guy's a genius. And I think this guy will, regardless of the weapons he has, he'll find a way to make it work and make this team a playoff contender every year. Okay, but who who's the quarterback of that dynasty? I think the quarterback of the dynasty could be Lamar Jackson, I guess, for the next few years. You never know. Something might happen. I think maybe he'll leave in free agency. I don't know. But so the reason I, mean, I think regardless of the quarter, as I said, regardless of the quarterback, this team can win a Super Bowl. Okay. The reason yeah. I didn't pick the Ravens um, was because I don't think Lamar's play is sustainable. I think he'll get hurt at some point. But um, wow. I was haters. originally hate Lamar haters over here. <laughs> I want everyone to hear this. <laughs> um, so originally I was gonna say the Kansas City Chiefs, but I'm calling audible right now. As you can see, I'm wearing my TB12 hat. The New England Patriots are the next dynasty of the 2020s. Let's Let go, me man. tell you why. The Patriots. People confuse the Patriots dynasty as one long dynasty. The first dynasty ended in 2007 when they lost to the Super, lost the Super Bowl to the Giants, lost the undefeated season. The second dynasty just ended. The third one is about to dawn. Actually, maybe the second one didn't even end yet because if Brady comes back and they win next year, I'll count that as part of the second dynasty. But here's what the most important thing is about the Patriots. Bill Belichick wants to beat Don Shula, and despite what Cam says in his ways to take section, he's going to stay in New England. And he is smarter than every single person on this planet Earth when it comes to football. He will figure it out. He will find the next guy. If it's not Brady, they will retool. There's a few dark ages in between the dynasties. If you remember between the first and second dynasty, they lost in the wildcard round 09. They had a lot of 
Dark Ages, Brady got hurt. You know, there's that, that slow time. Let me finish. There's that slow time, you know. But guess what? They're going to retool, rebuild. They might suck for about four years. They might be average for about four years. Then they're coming back hot. 2020s, the Patriots will win at least two Super Bowls. Love this, Trey. Absolutely love this. As I said, it's Been about coaching. It's not about the player. And I think Brady can create another quarterback behind him. I think it's going to be either Jake Fromm or Jordan Love. I don't know which one. I like them both. I like them both a lot. I don't know what it is about Jordan Love, but I have a feeling he's going to be a star somewhere. And I think that we can have another dynasty start up. Absolutely. Chapter 3, the final episode. Uh, Dylan, what do you think? I love that take. I love the Patriots, and I just really love that take. Um, Cameron? That's it. Good job. All right. You got a team, Dylan? That's your next dynasty? My next dynasty. I'm going to think off the cuff right here. Next dynasty. We already went over a couple of them. How about... Boston Bruins. How about... How about... The Cowboys, okay, they have been wow. sitting in the dark for too goddamn long. They've got too much talent. They just fired their coach. Have they hired a coach? Yes, they Doesn't just hired Mike McCarthy team. today. He sounds like a good name. We're going to take that guy, ride him through the 20s. They're going to win two. Um, all right, so let's just jump in quickly real quick. We have a guest, our first ever guest, uh, one of Cam's Whoa. friends is here. Um, he wants to talk McGregor fight. Uh, what's what's your name, my man? I, I'm sorry, I forgot it. Brooke Williams. Brooke. Brooke. Uh, hit us with McGregor. What's Sound gonna like happen? A fighter. What's gonna happen in this fight? Because McGregor, he, right. he he got choked out last time, so I want to know Wait, how he's gonna win. What is this fight? McGregor. Uh, uh, January 18th, uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, UFC 246. I love Donald Cowboy Cerrone. Plus 240. Get a little money on that if you want a little extra. Uh, choke out second round, Cowboy Cerrone, take it to the bank. All right, there's your, there's your, there's your bet, right there. I love that. McGregor I, cannot take the choke. He can't. It's proven. There's no way McGregor wins this. I just, I think that guy's dead in the water. I have no idea who Cowboy Cerrone is, but I think <laughs> anyone can take McGregor right now. He's got a great I just, name. I think that guy's too busy just doing all of his other shit to be actually training. I don't think he's even taking this seriously. This is just one big paycheck for him. He's just going to get his ass whooped for a few million dollars. I was so sad to see him lose to Khabib, but yeah, I think he's lost it. He can't take the choke. So thank you very much, Brooke. Appreciate the insight. All right. Um, so let's just uh, final round. I'd like to buy the final round tonight, boys, because I had myself a big week on social media. I don't know if you guys saw this, but I am basically TikTok famous now. Um, it was based off a of World War Three meme. Uh, so that's a little touchy of a subject. But uh, I, I posted a TikTok and it got 1300 likes. So um, you guys are speaking to an Internet starlet. So uh, any questions you have for me about TikTok? Can we get those people to listen to our podcast? I mean, so so here's the thing is the pressure right now is on because my next TikTok has to be fire because I have the momentum right now. I have the hype. So. Yeah. Did you get any followers? Oh, yeah. I, I gained like I gained like 15 followers. Oh, so. my God. Yeah. Huge. Huge numbers on my TikTok. Um, check it out. Uh, at Trey McNinch at, on TikTok. Um, I, made, I make pretty funny ones. Only five of them so far. But uh, yeah. Uh, any other final thoughts from anybody? If you want to. College football playoffs will probably will definitely touch on next week. For sure. I 
need Trevor Lawrence to come out victorious. I think, I think, and I've touched on this before. I think Joe Burrow is the best college quarterback that we have seen NFL prospect wise since Andrew Luck. However, I think Clemson out coaches them. I think they out play them. I need Clemson to win in all aspects of the game. Uh, go LSU, like I said before. So, all right. So that basically, yeah. I think, wraps up uh, episode three. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, thanks for calling Cam and Tucker. And uh, special thanks to Brooke Williams, our uh, UFC correspondent. Um, yeah, we'll see you next week, guys. Thanks for getting wasted with us.